Scoots Cubs cave parties. Everybody's in full giving back to those in Club 400 podcast is on the air, and we have a short episode tonight, and we have meaning, and we have reason behind it, William. Our first mini show. Our first mini show. We have not done one of these before, but I thought it was important that we do this, and let's keep let's get right to the point of the matter. Uh, in 2020, uh, Club 400 raised over $63,000, and uh, now it's 2021. And, and it's uh, go time. It's go time, exactly. Uh, during COVID, take take out your Kleenex and your wallet at the same time. Exactly. And I this is a two part ask. This is a two part ask. All right, guys, two part ask. All right, but during COVID, um, William, you were actually here. We did some tours of Club Four Hundred. We picked random people. I think we asked them to tell us, you know, why they would like to see Club Four Hundred. And Eddie Cologne came out all the way from Iowa, Muscatine, Iowa. Three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Each way. Yeah, each way. I did not know that, that he came three and a half hours. And you know what we had at the time, we had, you know, every hour on the hour. And here I find out he drives three and a half hours and I got to throw him out like an hour. Right. But uh, he brought his uh, two boys, Aramis and Riker, over here. And we had a blast. Like, the, I, I love those kind of tours because... That's when I bust out helmets, bats, and gloves, and we try to get interactive with these kids, and so they can try, you know, Major League Baseball, you know, put on a Rizzo glove or put on a bias helmet, but, you know. So I gave these guys a special tour, and, you know, I didn't know Eddie, but I, I felt like I knew him. I really did. I felt like I, I thought, I felt like he was here. I, I told, I've talked to Eddie a lot in the last three, four months, got to know him pretty well, but... For some reason, I thought I knew him before, and I did not. It was his first visit here to Club 400. Now, when they came over here, I didn't know him, but I I, I kind of figured something something was wrong with, with Little Riker, and I didn't know exactly what it was, and I didn't really want to ask. Uh, but I follow uh, Eddie on social media, and uh, I reached out to him uh, privately on a personal message, and I asked him, you know, Hey, I just pretty much let them know that, hey, when you guys were out here, man, you really touched my heart. And uh, I, I, what's up with Riker? You know, like what's going on? Is, is there anything I could, uh, that we, I should say, as a group can do to help? And uh, so anyways, I asked Eddie. To, we should call Eddie. Yeah, we're going to call him here. I asked Eddie to uh, send me Riker's story, and he sent it to me. And I really had a little bit more questions than answers. So here it is. Before we bring Eddie on, we're, we're, this is going to be short. This is going to be 10, 15-minute podcast. And we're, we're asking for two things. Call to action, all right? First thing, number one, Riker's birthday is February 27th. That's not, that's not far from now. Uh, in the th- podcast thread, even uh, in the description of this podcast, we'll have uh, Riker's address in there, which is Eddie's address. And we are asking... Uh, uh, Riker is turning six years old on February 27th, and we want to flood Riker with lots of love. He's a diehard Cubs fan at the age of five, going on six. He also likes Paw Patrol. He likes fire trucks. He likes cars. He's a he's a regular five year old boy. Six, yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Going on six. So uh, if you guys could 
yeah, you don't have to spend any money. You can go grab maybe an old giveaway or something that, or something Cubs, or or you know maybe you want to go on Amazon and order up a toy and send it that way. Uh, really, we, it's not about items. It's not about money. It's about expressing uh, love for someone who we don't know, but someone who we're pulling for very hard. So I got. We're gonna bring. That's ask one. Please send a gift. Please send a card. It doesn't even have to be a gift. Just send a card. Send a nice little six-year-old card. Let them know that you're thinking about them and you're praying for them and you're wishing them to get healthy. Uh, and you know, ask two will be later down the line, uh, and we'll have Eddie tell us a little bit about that. But we're gonna. We want to raise them a little bit money now. How we're gonna do that? I'm not 100% sure yet. Will it be a Raz? Maybe. Will it be something else? Possibly. Uh, but uh, right now they're working with insurance on getting him a, a special wheelchair, but there's a couple other things that he needs and the, that insurance won't cover. And I, that's where I want us club 400 to step in. So uh, I'm going to call uh, Eddie up right now. Uh, Eddie's obviously Riker's father. And we're just going to get a little background uh, of, of Riker's story. Okay. So I let Eddie know I'll be calling. So hopefully he answers. Okay. Here we go. Eddie. Hey, how's it going? How are we doing here? Are we recording, William? Of course we uh, are. We're recording. Uh, by the way, Eddie, I don't know if you know William. He's my podcast partner. He's with me right now. I was here when you guys were. Yeah, he was here, actually, yeah. when you came out. Yep. So I was just, I, 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 we just did a little intro to this short podcast night, and like I was saying that, uh, you know, me and you have been talking uh, privately on uh, Facebook Messenger, and I really enjoyed uh, having your family out here during COVID. We had a great time. We busted out a lot of bats and hats and helmets and whatever else. And I've got yeah. to know you a little bit more since then. And uh, I was just telling our audience uh, about our two-part ask. Um, but I wanted, I wanted to bring you on this evening because I did ask you um, a couple of weeks ago to send me Riker's story. And uh, I, I kind of want to uh, bring you on the podcast tonight to, to tell us a little bit about uh, Riker and uh, the trials and tribulations that you guys are going through right now. Uh, yeah, and I mean, Riker's, I mean, story pretty much beginning at birth. I mean, he had a, it was a hard birth for him. But then like after that, we started noticing small issues and primarily we started with a cough because he had a constant cough all the time so that was our main the main reason for even starting to go to the doctors and then after that like a couple years went by they still never figured out why he had this cough and then we started slowly noticing that he was getting weaker like i mean and you know (laughs) i'm gonna talk about my wife real quick she always complains that i post too much on facebook but mostly i post about i mean it's about the boys normally But it's a good thing because, I mean, even from two years ago, videos pop up of Riker running around, falling down, and being able to get back up. Right now, I mean, he's five. He really cannot run. And if he falls, he cannot get himself back up. He is that weak. He cannot walk upstairs. He, I mean, can't ride a bike. He really, at the playground, I mean, he... Normally, they put him in a swing, and that's it, because he cannot climb up the playground by himself. So I would say three, four years ago, I mean, we started going to the University of Iowa. I mean, they did test after test. We, see, we saw ne- neurology. We saw geneticists, and they 
both couldn't figure out what was going on. He's been tested for muscular dystrophy. He's been um, tested for cystic fibrosis. All of those come back negative. But every doctor that we see says that there is something wrong with his muscles. So, like I said, we went to the University of Iowa for two year, two or three years. And then after that, we started going to the Mayo in, in Rochester. We went there. We thought maybe we would find answers from there. But they did a whole DNA test and they checked out everything and they could not find anything that would say, hey, it's this. But again, the doctors said there is something wrong with his muscles. So now fast forward, well, he'll be six next next Saturday. He's getting worse, I mean, by the year, as the years go by. So right now um, we're with um, therapy, they want to give him a motorized wheelchair, which in the beginning, well, and it's still, I mean, it's still, it's very upsetting. I mean, I don't want, I know, I know things could be a lot worse, but like for us, this, it is bad. Like, I don't want to see him having to be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. I mean, his older brother plays baseball and he loves baseball, but they're, I mean, he will never be able to play baseball. I was going to ask you, and that's one of the things like, I asked Eddie to send me a, a you know, description of what's going on. And like, I read it and I was like, and this is what I want to ask you, Eddie, like what you're going through is a nightmare for anyone. Um, but not to have any answers has got to be the most horrific part. Like everybody wants to know like what's wrong. And cause you, and if you don't know what's, what's, what's wrong, then you don't know how to fix it. No, and you know, like, and I, that's what the frustrating thing, like, just, well, and then uh, a couple weeks ago, the beginning of February, um, we tried Botox, because the, was then the end of January, he woke up crying, and he said his legs hurt, and he would not walk at all, and so... We thought, oh, maybe he's just, uh, maybe it's growing pain. Maybe it's something, but he would not stand up. So, like, we freaked out. And so we went to a pediatrician, and we kind of started the ball rolling again with stuff. Because we, I mean, we took a probably a year off because it is draining emotionally. And, yeah, I get, I mean, I get really frustrated, and I don't, it's just hard. And I know that having an answer isn't going to fix it. But when people are like, hey, what does Riker have? Like, I can't say what he has because nobody knows. But just to have that sense of ease and be like, hey, this is Riker. This is what he has. This is how we're going to treat it. But right now, there is no real way to treat it. We've been trying everything that people have asked us to do. And... But that's all we can do right now. I mean, it's got to be frustrating. I mean, has you know, William's got kids, and uh, I have one daughter, and uh, I mean, well, I can actually relate. I had a son who um, we adopted, and when he was 
firstborn or, and we went to get him, he was severely malnutritioned and we, we got him and we didn't know for about a couple weeks. It was only a couple weeks. We had no idea what was wrong with him. And then we found out he was, um, he couldn't walk. He couldn't talk. He was never going to say anything. He needed a feeding tube, um, tracheotomy. It just kind of goes on and on. And, um, that made actually life a little bit easier because we were able to lower our expectations of what we wanted. And we just wanted to keep him as healthy and as happy as we, as we could. And unfortunately he passed away, uh, on his 13th birthday, but I look back at it now, it's a couple of years ago. Um, that's the best 13 years I ever had. So my, my advice to you is to cherish every day, every moment, every event, everything you can do with Riker, because you don't know. And and, and, and I was just going to say that because I, and this is probably, well, no, this will be the first time I'm saying it out loud for everybody to hear this, because I told Stu that the other day, like, I mean, I don't have to justify anything that I do for both of my boys, you know, people are you know, we'll question or be like, well, why did you do that? That's so stupid. I mean, but both of my boys, I mean, they do love baseball. I've taken them to baseball games. They both love going to concerts. I've taken them to concerts. People are like, you know, you're crazy for taking a four-year-old to a concert. But ever since all of this started, like, I've both me and my wife have always said, we don't think that he's going to live long. And I told Stu that the other day, like, and I haven't really told a lot of people that, but I don't think that he has a lot to, a long life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know when that is, but we've always felt that way. So, I mean, anything, if I can take him to, you know, two or three Cubs games a year, which obviously this last year was crazy, but I will do it. If I can do it, I will do it. If he wants to go see, I mean, Fallout Boy, they both love Fallout Boy. So when they played a couple years ago at Wrigley, I took them with us. And so I will do whatever so that they can have those memories and I can cherish, like you said, the moments with them. Yeah. I mean, uh, Amanda Elliott donated four uh, tickets to the uh, uh, barrel room today. I don't know if you knew that, William. I did not know that. So that's all-inclusive, four awesome seats for a Cub game that those guys could go to. I'm giving you guys I, – I wanted you to take – because I do it every year. I take Lauren to the ball game with me, just me and her, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know I know you have two sons, which, by the way, Eddie, to lighten up the mood a little bit, uh, Eddie posted a picture of Aramis hitting a home run out of the ballpark. Really? Now, one of the reasons why I went to fantasy camp was because I never hit a home run. I never had the feeling of hitting a home run. Here you got little Aramis, right? He's a catcher, right? He's a catcher? Um, he does everything. He does like to catch, which this year will be their first um, kid pitch um, trap for travel ball. So I don't know if he's going to pitch or catch. He really does love to catch. I mean, yeah. He so, plays everything, dude, but. jacked it out of the stadium. Nice. I loved it. I loved you posting that. I was so happy because, like, let me tell you something. I've met Eddie one time, and it was here at Club Four. You were here, William. 
But they, you know, some people like jo- like talked about Josh earlier. Me and you were, but some people stick with you, and then yeah. some people are like, oh, those are great people, and then Wait. you forget about them. Eddie's family, I never th- forgot about because I was like, I knew something was wrong with Riker. I didn't know what it was. I didn't want to ask, you know. Uh, but I was like, I'm gonna dig into that down the line when the time is right. And uh, so yeah, uh, Club 400. Like we said earlier, we have a two part ask. Part one. All right, what are you doing this weekend? Go to the store, buy a card, uh, you know, grab a You know, he likes, what does he like, Eddie? He likes Paw Patrol. He's a five-year-old yeah, boy turning six. Patrol. He likes the fire truck. I mean, anything Cubs. I mean, well, and then when you sent that message on Facebook, I, <laughs> we were we were eating, and I'm like, Riker, who's your favorite ball player? And he, and he said, he said, Almora. And I'm like, well, I'm like, he doesn't play for the Cubs anymore. And he he slammed his hand on the table, and he's like, dang it. And then I'm like, so who's your next favorite player? That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome, man. Yeah, that tour was stressful for me, though. I mean, yeah, we handing them baseball. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I, enjoy- I was like, oh, my God, don't give him anything like that. I mean, you have all this memorabilia. I was not worried about it at all. Oh, they, your kids lit up the room that day. That was, that was. I didn't really want you guys to leave, and I did not know you came three and a half hours. Uh, Yeah. That's what sucks. You live so far away. That doesn't matter, though. Um, Yeah, Eddie. So that's our first. We want to flood uh, Riker's uh, mailbox. Uh, uh, we want to keep the UPS man and the FedEx man and all those guys real busy. Amazon Amazon man over there. And, you know, like I said to the listeners out, you don't have to spend any money. Send a card, or you know what, you got a Cubs giveaway that you got in a box or whatever. Just send it over. So we'll post the address, um, in in, in the thread, the show, yeah. in the show thread, and then we're, we're posting it on Club Four Hundred, and then uh, and then our second is we're going to raise some money for you, Eddie. Tell us about uh, I, well, me and you have been talking and um. You're you're kind of waiting to hear back from insurance, but we want to we want to cover uh, you know we want to cover some expenses for you uh, moving forward for Riker. Uh, so once we figure out um, how much our goal is, um, then we're gonna do a fundraiser for Riker, and we're gonna get you guys exactly what you need to take a, a lot some stress off you. And I will tell you, I William and the listeners out there, um, Eddie is a proud guy. And he's like me. He's like you. He's like all of us, right? He, he didn't ask for he didn't ask for help, right? He didn't ask for help. But I, as I told Eddie, and we we have talked earlier, there's power in numbers, guys. You know, and Club 400 has numbers, and if we all bond together and we all donate a little something, we can ease stress off Eddie yeah. and, and his wife and his whole entire family. And it's it would be really easy to do. And I have, I'm so thankful to have Club 400. Because you guys don't know what ever what you guys do for me, you allow certain things to happen that I I can't like can't I can't thank you guys enough. Because whenever you know I, I want to do something, you guys are always there to back me up. So to the listeners out there, like I appreciate it, and I want to tell you that this cause is me is near and dear to my heart, and I know that you guys will come through for me. I don't really care if I have to. Uber to do it myself. I'll Uber to do it myself. But Eddie, we're we're there for you, buddy, and uh, we want you uh, to be a part of the Club Four Hundred family. 
moving forward and come to our events and uh, have Riker here and Ramis and your wife and uh, and and you know we're with you 100 percent and uh, we're gonna we're gonna help you out as much as possible, buddy. Yeah, and like I said, I cannot, I can't thank you enough. Like, yeah, you, I mean. Like I like I told you, you're stuck with us for life. So, <laughs> and I, and I, I told you, I have no problem with that. Uh, like, dude, like it's like you don't understand. Like owning a club for a hundred, you know, it's like when I run into a Cub fan that comes here because they want to be here, and then I see that like there is that there's a reason why that you came here that day, and there's a reason like you know there there was a reason for it. I don't know who how it worked out that. I chose you guys to come out here and I did not know you're coming three and a half hours here, but there was a reason for it. And like as, as much as like, I know you don't, you know, you're yeah, proud and you don't want it. You don't want to take, but like, you don't understand, like you fulfill, you fulfill me. Like, cause I was like, you gave me like, I was like, I want to help these guys. And I, I said, club 400 will want to help these guys if they know the story. And that was one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast is because I can't explain what, what's wrong with Riker either, you know, and that's why I wanted to bring you on tonight um, to, to, to tell your story. And I appreciate your time, Eddie. And we're going to keep this short because I really want people to listen to us and I don't want it to go on too long. So, yeah, listeners, I, I, you know, you'll meet Eddie, I promise, and you'll meet Riker and, and the whole entire family here at Club 400 down the line. But if, uh, if, you, can, if you can, you know, come through for us this time i i really appreciate it and i'll tell you one thing i i met eddie and eddie has this really really relaxing demeanor when you're around him like he's just like chill you know mm-hmm. and like and he he like eddie's the type of guy who makes you feel comfortable around being being around him you know right and it's like i, I was like there's some about you guys that was different and uh he's not I th- kidding I, I he think, did not want you to leave <laughs> I, I i think like Things happen for a reason. Would have been fine to stay there (laughs) (laughs) that day. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, well, hey, I know you're busy. Thank you for joining us tonight, and uh, we're we're going to do our best to keep your neighborhood busy uh, uh, in the upcoming. Next Saturday is the birthday, so we need you guys. Like, I sat on this for about three or four days because I was trying to think like how to do it. And like we, we, everybody has time. Like, even if it gets a card late, a day later, or whatever else, but like. We need you guys to react, and we need you to react now. And um, and then when I uh, when we do a fundraiser, uh, we'll announce that soon. Once we figure out uh, what our our goal is dollars wise is, and we'll take it from there. But uh, yeah, Eddie, give Brandy uh, my best, uh, your wife, and um, yeah, give out the kids a hug for us. I appreciate you coming on tonight, and uh, Club Four Hundred will be there for you guys, and we look forward to seeing you because you were here during COVID. Uh, yes. The summer with hopefully uh, when it's semi-normal, you know. Yes, we'll definitely be back. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you, and uh, we'll. I obviously will be uh, talking to you a lot more going forward. And William, anything? Just do the kids have a favorite Fall Out Boys song? We always end with a song. Oh, they have so many. Um, so this is like an earlier song. So and. They always close with this song, but Saturday by Fallout Boy. Is okay. okay. That'll be the song that we're going to end the show with Saturday. Out. Yep. All right. All right, Eddie. Take care, buddy. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm good to go. And I'm going nowhere fast. Could be worse. It could be taken.
Up 